what I did today. Or what I've been eating lately this entire week. Uh, you see it? Is that a pizza? Is that a pizza? That's what? That's a pita, that's a pita pizza. That's a uh, pita pizza. Actually, that's a great name, dude. I was, I was, I've been calling it ghetto pizza, but no, this is a pita pizza. Oh, I was right. Nailed it, dude. Yeah, so good. It's so good and so quick to make. Literally, I did the cost calculations. Um, each of these cost a dollar. Oh, really? Yeah, because like, and I don't normally use pita. I use this like um, they have this other type of bread um that's sort of like naan from Walmart that you can buy for two fifty for a pack of six. Get one of those. Get a sauce of pizza sauce or whatever sauce you want. Um, a jar, and then get the mozzarella cheese, and then literally you just put the bread on the. Have you tried it with tortilla? I did. I did try it with tortilla, but the tortilla is not thick enough, so it's like doesn't really handle well. But even with the pita, because they ran out of the bread I typically use, good shit, bro. And a dollar a piece. A dollar a piece, guys. So. Is he up on sleep right now? Wake up, bro. <laughs> he said he was going to join the call, too. He's like, don't worry. I'm going to join. I'm going to join. Yeah, he actually showed up early. Do you guys know that? Yeah, I was surprised. Bill. Yeah, that is rare. What the hell? And then everyone else shows up within, like, a minute of starting? Hey, that's not late, though. I know. Well, yeah, that is late. No, it but isn't. I think you don't understand what late means. 729? That's, that's still early. Is that when you showed up? Yes. I literally showed up a minute before it started. I don't know. Because I was trying to do it on my phone, but then it wouldn't let me. So now I was like, let me do my laptop. I don't know. I've been thinking about this table moments thing. The lesson in this um, table moments, when you start something new, you're going to run into hurdles. If you can over overcome those, it's going to be smooth sailing after that. So it's sort of like a, a hill. <laughs> and you got to work your way past the top of the hill. And once you do, it's like smooth sailing after that. I think that's the point we've reached, at least in terms of creating the audio and cleaning up the audio. In terms of actually doing the text part, I don't know what's going on with you, Afra. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I've been trying to catch up this week. So yeah, listen to everyone in this podcast or videocast or typocast or whatever name we come up with. Try something. You're going to run into some hurdles and challenges. If you can overcome those, it'll be smooth sailing after. So Keep that in mind. So when things are hard at, at first. How come Moose his hand a lot? <laughs> he talks like a hobbit shop. <laughs> For real? <laughs> you just see the camera shaking hello. Yeah. I guess they're talking about the place. That's cool. That's what's up. Yeah, now that I have a GoPro, I think I'm going to start creating YouTube videos of cool shit. I, I'm still figuring out what the brand for out, what the brand represents. I think it'd be pretty cool to just, I think, I always wonder, like, how does a brand like Supreme, you know, become real and people want to or like the north face or or obey that's a brand right mm -hmm. um, but i don't know i don't understand that obey who the hell wears an obey shirt who who's a slave i don't know yeah. i don't buy designers i don't even buy <laughs> i don't even buy clothes from like i buy clothes from discounted stores bro so i don't know all right yeah what is that or, most yeah. of the time though i just i just go shopping in the house meaning i still Mom's clothes, dad's clothes, and Occam's clothes. <laughs> so, <laughs> How do you steal Occam's clothes? Well, like any clothes he wants to, like, he usually has, like, a big giveaway pile. So then he goes to me and dad. He puts it in a bag, gives it to me and dad. He's like, here. I'm like, okay, time to, like, shop. <laughs> like I literally haven't gone video. shopping in 
months, like I just take his clothes mainly. That's what's up. Yep. Because yeah. I like, I, I don't wear uh, fitted clothes anyway. I like wearing baggy clothes. Mm -hmm. So it helps that his, like, I don't need to look at a size. I already know it's going to be big the way I want it to fit. I think it's funny that you now dress the way Akram and I used to dress when we were younger. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's funny because when I was younger, I used to wear a lot of, like, I think it's because when I was younger, like, I used to wear a lot of fitted clothes and it'd be uncomfortable. So, mm -hmm. like, I'm like, oh, as long as it looks good, I don't care if I'm uncomfortable. But now I comfort over looks. But then I try to make both work. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I just comfy. I need it to be comfortable. And yeah, then but... on rare occasions, like weddings, I guess I'll wear, like, fitted clothes. But... Like a, I can't believe the student's asleep. For real. It's one of them that has to knock out. Oh, wait, somebody's asleep. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 7.30. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. He probably stayed up all night like you guys. I'm trying to get my schedule back on track because I don't no. like this whole sleeping. Like, Well, here's the thing. I'm more of a night person than a morning person, so I'm chill with it. But I want to have a normal schedule, at least in terms of like productivity. <laughs> Yeah, um, I've been having that same problem too. Like, I couldn't actually fall asleep until 5 a.m. last night. And so I got a couple hours of sleep and then I had to show up for work, which basically just consists of me turning on my computer and starting to work. <laughs> which That's is nice. I actually like it a lot. I like it a lot. I've had this conversation with coworkers. Um, you know, when we bring it up, like, um, how's uh, work from home? And then we're all just trying to like feel each other because we feel like we're not supposed to be so happy about it. <laughs> so it's like um yeah you know it's been okay you know everyone's talking like it's been something they've had to overcome and then i'm like i i, I enjoy this this is awesome like i figured like when i go to hawaii and then the other one and then the, they feel free to talk <laughs> and then he's like yo i was thinking the exact same thing but we couldn't get it to work it's like yeah man that would be so cool but i really like this being able to just go walk my dog or or go to the gym, or go for a run or something. It's so convenient, or run some errands, which is hard to do when you're a working professional during the week. At least in my old job, because we had every other Friday off, it's something you could at least schedule every two weeks if you needed to run some errands, go to the bank, or get some stuff done on a weekday. Because for some fucking reason, it doesn't make any sense that service industries, like banks and others, aren't open on the weekend when most people who work during the week are off. There's a lot of things that could change. And I think that's one of the benefits of this whole coronavirus thing. A lot of things can change for the better. Huge monumental changes that otherwise never would have happened if we didn't have to stay home. So I think a lot of good can come from it. So I it's can cool. see that. It's really cool. I don't know. I wonder what colleges are going to do. If they're going to just tell everyone to stay home, which I think they should do. Mm -hmm. But like at the same time, I get it because it's like, I don't know. I like both because I feel like I'm just overall more productive when I have to be on campus. So like, cause I'm already in that like, uh, like for example, if I get out of the class and I'm waiting for my next class and I have to wait like 30 minutes, I'm already in like my study mode, right? So I'm like trying to finish everything within, while I'm still on campus so that by the time I get home, everything's done, everything's clear. But then at home, it's like procrastination. <laughs> cause it's like, I'm not really, like I have to set aside time now myself for my mm -hmm. study time when usually that time is already 
you know, set when I have to like go to the campus or whatever, that's study time. But now it's like, I have to manage it myself. And it's like, oh. But then that's also why I want to fix my sleeping schedule. Cause then it's like- Routine. Yeah, I need a routine. That's, and I know I need one. Yeah. So we'll see. I had it in the beginning, but then it went away. <laughs> Cause I was like, yeah, but. Yeah, I think another consequence of the coronavirus is that families are closer together now. Which could be a good thing or a bad thing. What's up? Did you say it was a consequence? Consequence doesn't necessarily have a negative meaning. Uh, I think most people use it that way. But consequences are just like products of expected or like outcomes Mm -hmm. or results expected from a certain type of action. I mean, we can look it up if you want. No, no, no. I I mean. Consequence. Yeah, so not only do you get some motivation, result or effect of an action or condition. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily have to be negative. So I use it and people are like, what are you talking about? This ain't a bad thing. It's like, yeah, people just use it negatively. Um, but yeah, families are closer together now since they've had to be. Um, so if you if you have family member, enjoy it. I guess it's been good. If not, I guess it's been kind of horrible. I think it's pretty cool. I think a lot of good things can come from a lot of things. This of, came from it. What, table moments? Yeah. Do you think we would have done it if coronavirus... I- I think it wouldn't have been as consistent. Oh, because everyone would just be doing their own thing and they're not at home. And busy with like other stuff. Well, Akram's busy with other stuff and he still shows up. Well, yeah, but like, I don't know. I feel like it just wouldn't be asking. I feel like I've been carrying the conversation. Okay, what you want me to say? Uh, I don't know what to to ring up. I'm hearing a second stimulus check, which I guess doesn't really matter to you. Nah, but I've been getting money from the school and I just found out it's monthly, so. What? You getting paid? I was surprised. I looked at my account. It, it went higher. I was like, wait, what happened? What happened? Where did money come from? Exactly. I was like, are you, are you, about, are you the type of person you would call a bank and correct them about it? Hell no. <laughs> are you serious? I'm, I'm going to withdraw it real quick. <laughs> I guess I'm the only honest person I know because I'd be like, uh, I think you guys put money in that's not mine. No, that's their mistake. That's not my mistake. That's their fault. I know, but it's someone's money. That sounds like a dumb problem. Like, not that <laughs> but it's like the bank's problem. Because it wouldn't have happened if the bank hadn't messed up. They're supposed to be the ones keeping everything in check. If they slip up, it's not my fault. For all I know, that money was already in my account. If I if I just had randomly, they accidentally put some money in my bank account. I was going to, I got money, but I thought it was a one-time payment. Like, I didn't. It would be multiple times. That's how I was confused. I was like, "Oh, they still giving it? Okay, I mean, right, I'll take it. I'll take it." it. For me. <laughs> I'm not going to complain. Oh, all right. How much is it? What? How much they give each time? Yeah. Well, it decreases with each payment. So I think oh, like hundreds or thousands. Oh, not thousands, bro. If it was thousands, <laughs> oh, I'd be a lot more juiced. Well, okay. <laughs> Nah, it's it's just like a couple hundred. Oh, that's still money. I mean, it helps exactly <laughs> for someone who's not working. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is pretty good. I guess. Uh, good for you. Uh, yeah. It'd be funny, you know how sometimes when people sleep, they talk in their sleep. Bilal does. <laughs> yeah, that's why it'd be really <laughs> hearing your dreams. Yeah, we'll go have it on the podcast and be like, let's be dream interpreters. <laughs> 
Uh, Last time he was talking to himself while he was sleeping, right? And I was looking at him and then he woke himself up and got mad at me. He's like, why are you staring at me? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you were literally, I literally did nothing to you. You were uh, arguing with yourself in your dream. Yeah. Yeah. Sleep is strange. I don't know. I, I've been told I do things when I'm asleep. I guess I do make noises sometimes or say some words. Um, yeah. And then I do other stuff too, which I don't know if it's appropriate for the podcast. I guess it's fine. It's just like, no, it's like intimacy. So like cuddling and stuff like that. Apparently in my sleep, I grab um, and bring her closer. And I'm like, and she's like, I like you when you're asleep. When I'm conscious, I'm just a rude motherfucker. But when I'm asleep, I'm apparently very loving. <laughs> it's like from now on, she starts sedating you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So apparently, I just reach over and I just grab her and pull her in. And she's like, <laughs> uh, see, you can't just be one way. You know, I think a relationship would be boring if you were just nice or kind. I don't like the word nice, all right? I can go off into a rant about the word nice. A lot of people are nice. That's just fake kindness. You can be kind, but you can't be kind all the time because the relationship would be boring. And plus, it's not fun. So you got to you gotta be a dick, but then also... And I'm just speaking about men. I don't know about women. I think women should just be, like, obedient Okay, you need to. You don't know what you're saying. I need Sayana here, bro. Yeah, I did invite her. She's busy right now. Uh, well, you, want to you, you don't at feel least. like you can stand up for yourself? No, because at least for once in my life, I have another person on my side. Like, usually it's like me against three. Now it's like two against three. That sounds like the numbers are adding up. <laughs> nah, for real. For real, though. Just like. Just do what I say. That's it. It's not that hard. You need a, you need a spot. <laughs> That's what you need to do. No, but here's the thing. I'm gonna. I'm like a uh, benevolent dictator. Okay. I'm like ECS, but I'm kind. What? So I'm gonna tell you what to do, but it's good for you. Yeah. No. no. <laughs> uh man. Yeah. Maybe part of Alpha White could be a relationship podcast where I talk about male strategies in relationships. Mm. I think it'd be useful advice for a lot of men. <laughs> no, no, no. No, a lot of men can't be me. I, I think I have a unique style. Like, I'm an asshole, but I'm also generous. I'm a dick, but I can also be very caring. I think, yeah. No, I think ahead. you're putting too much credit on yourself. <laughs> Whoa, you know what, what are you mean? Right? There's yeah, two no, people that are part of a relationship. It's not just you. <laughs> Give me an honest take. How do you think? What do you think? What? What? On what? About relationships. Like, I mean, I feel like I have a lot of experience in them, which is factually true. Okay. So, like, I remember at least when we were studying with Diana and I, we were literally looking for reasons to, I, I think this sounds bad when I say reasons to break up, but it's not really like that. It was more like just to see if there's any, like, glaring issues that we could come up with. And I remember just having conversations with her and just especially when I was overseas for my Euro trip. So that was a great time because we weren't, we weren't actually in person and you don't have like the physical to distract you from thinking deeply about some of the things. And we're like, all right, let's think about this. Like, are we, do we, and I think the, the kind of things people should start looking for um, when they're with someone is values. Are your values consistent with each other? Cause I think 
that's one thing. Like when you guys face issues in life, are your values aligned enough that there isn't going to be conflict or major conflict or um, <clears throat> that's that are going to be sort of like too much to overcome? Um, and then two, I think another thing is um, like, I think there was, I read something about like cleanliness, frugality, and there was one other thing to see if you guys align on those things. So cleanliness to see if you guys have basically the same level of what clean means, um, which can be different for people. Like, and so if you have that, if you guys are so different on that, then someone who's clean is going to be really annoyed to be with someone who's, who's kind of dirty. Um, frugality also, the way you guys spend money. And then there's one other one. But, you know, those things. Like, ask those questions early on, especially before feelings start and the butterflies and all that. I think people get too wrapped up into all that good mm -hmm. feeling stuff. And that's why uh, I'm just like, when I hear, especially women talk about feelings and emotions and being in touch with that, I'm like, you know, it is women's greatest strength, your emotions and your ability to empathize and connect with people, but it's also your greatest weakness in, because it's easy to be manipulated and rushed to judgment. And because mm -hmm. you feel so much, it's uh, it's hard to be objective about things. And so I think that's the cool thing with Sina and I, we were literally just thinking of reasons about, is there possibility, is there ways this won't work? And and then working our way through it. And then we come to the conclusion, just like, wow, we really try. We really try to, I guess, break us up. But it's just, we've gone over all the hard subjects and topics. And mm -hmm. so, you know, when people say emotions, blah, 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 you got to connect. I'm like, eh. And I think you and I are like, in terms of the empty gesture stuff. So like saying, um, I love you or all that stuff. It's just like, ugh, what are you doing? <laughs> They're saying, ugh. You can say it to children. But adults, come on, come on. I mean, I I'm even awkward around children, though. So yeah, are you? <laughs> well, it's around the children, it's just like specifically. It's babies? like yeah. Why? Which Why is because uh, everyone's trying to hand me their like babies. I'm like, nah, I'm good. Like, like you know, like when you go to like a relative house, right? And they recently had a child or whatever, and yeah. there's babies or whatever. It's like I like the babies right it's just i don't i'm still awkward with like oh, my. i think because i feel like i like once they hand it to me i like if i make it cry if i make it if i harm it in any way i'm like oh no yeah. <laughs> this isn't mine i don't know i think with me it's just like a matter of strength i'm a really big guy and it's like they're very gentle it's like fragile yeah exactly it's like, I'm like, 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 i feel like i could hold a baby with just my my palms my hands are so big like i could literally just like I can Lion King them. I guess. Yeah. Could you imagine me with a kid though? <sighs> and then I'm gonna be like, Afra, Afra, come here, hold him, hold him. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, <laughs> I feel like, yeah, I feel like I have to get used to it though. <laughs> Eventually, I'm gonna have to, but like, I haven't been exposed to like babies like on a daily to the mm. point where I'm like comfortable like taking care of them on my own. If that makes. Cause like if I look at all my friends, they they all run towards the babies. Like they're like, oh, let me hold it, let me hold it, or they like they know how to like. They have it, it. And I'm just in the back, like watching, like. So <laughs> no, I don't. Here's the thing: I don't run away from them. I just admire them from a distance. Or like no, not even admire. I just uh, witness them from a distance, like just like like oh, it's so cute. It's like from yeah, just distance. ten feet away. I feel like <laughs> uh, Monsters Inc. 
<laughs> you're like a uh, sully. Like, no, get away, get away. I, you're allergic to them. Yeah, because it's like, I have no problems against children. It's just I don't know how to hold babies. Like, I don't. And then these these people always trying to get me to hold them, especially if we're, like, visiting them for, like, a, not baby shower, but it's, like, you know, like, uh, when someone gets a newborn, like, you go to their house, you're like, ah, you eat got you know, all that stuff. So it's like, I'm over there smiling, looking at the baby. They're like, oh, you want to hold that? I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay. And then mom makes me hold it. I'm like, yeah. I mean. I think after the stiff. first year, <laughs> then you could be cool with them because they're like, maybe crawling around and mm-hmm. stuff. That's cool. But I like, feel like the more I'm um, accustomed to like that specific child, the more like, you know, like. The more loose I'll be, like I'm, I'm fine with like four and up. I'm cool. I'm chilling. I'll have a whole last conversation with them. <laughs> but like, <laughs> but like one to maybe three, I'm like, what's up? And I'm not good at into. Inter- I don't know how to entertain them. Like uh, that's the thing. I don't know how to. The way people treat babies. You're like, goo 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 goo. Yeah, I can't do that. What are you doing? <laughs> you sound stupid right now. They're not. They're not idiots. <laughs> Uh man. Apparently babies can learn sign language. Did you know that? Like uh, I mean, uh, uh like um a rudimentary form of sign language so they can tell you exactly what they want when mm-hmm. they're crying and stuff. I think that's pretty cool. Like you can communicate with your baby even though they haven't developed their, their vocal system yet, the ability to talk or move. That's crazy, man. I guess when you're a baby, it's just like you can't do anything, you're just stuck. Like a <laughs> newborn, you know, like if you were trapped in there, like what if they're like conscious? Right, they have all these ideas, but they can't even form those ideas because they don't understand the language, and so they're just sitting there, just like. That's how you teach them. I know, I know, but what I'm saying is like that first few, like even first year, it's just like, what if it's like someone conscious who's trapped in a body that won't cooperate with them? Bro, (laughs) you're thinking too much into it. Maybe, maybe. Come on, that's got to be a nightmare. And then it kind of makes sense why they cry so much. Cause it is a nightmare. <laughs> <It's so stupid. laughs> oh man, yo, that's crazy. That's so crazy. I don't know how to transition from this. <laughs> I, know. I was trying to figure out. I was like, what else can I say about me? <laughs> yeah, I'm just thinking like, what else can we transition to? But this is like a toddlers. <laughs> <laughs> just work our way up for real and then toddlers. teenagers toddlers. adults toddlers are, what is considered a toddler four to i think it's like three to um three maybe to... six i'll tell you this six and seven i don't know what happens between age and six or seven but that's that's a that's a terrible period yeah. for some reason all all kids six to seven like within that age range are the are, are difficult I think there's a term for that, like terrible. Terrible twos. That's for two. But from uh-huh. what I've witnessed, <laughs> in the age six and seven, wow. Yeah. Oh, they they want to test you. They want to test your patience. Really. And then after that, I don't know what happens, but they 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 change, and I'm like, okay, I'm cool with you again now. I don't know. Yeah, bro. Like <laughs> that, said, bro. Bruv. 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 Yeah. London was crazy. I liked it. Like, it's weird. They're like us, but they're not. Oh, bro. <laughs> How did I know you go <laughs> say that? So yeah, stupid. it's crazy. It's like, it's familiar, but foreign. Because, yeah, the, the 
accents are funny. I'm just like, hello, hello, hello. <laughs> uh, and for some reason, it starts, you, it's, it's sort of contagious. So you're like, the way I start pronouncing words is, I start pronouncing words in the English way. It's like, what the fuck's happening to me? It's just <laughs> when you're surrounded by it. And everyone was, at least everyone I met was super friendly. Um, and it was just weird seeing children smoking cigarettes. Oh, like 16-year-olds? No, like fucking 14, 12, 13. I've seen this shit. And he just fucking goes to a store and buys a pack of cigarettes. I was like, what the fuck? Where am I? This is some crazy shit. Man. And then, like, everyone drinks all the time. So I was like, wow, this is crazy. It's so crazy. It's like pubs everywhere. And... I feel like it'd be the same if you went to Australia, too. Like, the same feeling. I don't know. Maybe. But, like, it was just strange to see all these, like... They, they feel familiar, but they're different. And just to see the way, the way they, I mean, food is okay. Food is whatever, but just the way they act and they were all polite and they're, and they all sound smart because of their accent. So even if you can't really tell if someone's dumb or not, because they all just sound smart. And I think that's a part of the American experience in London or just anytime you interact with someone who's um, from England or from that area. And their accents are not all the same. So, like, there's probably, like, a lot of Americans have an impression of what the accent sounds like. Hello. How are you? You know? But, like, that's more hoi polloi, higher class. I mean, and you got, like, rough or uh, or even when they, or like, shut up. Like, even the way they say that is polite. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you can say shut up. It's like, oh, wow, thank you. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know if I'd say thank you never, okay. No, but it's like, oh, thank you. At least you weren't rude about it. It's like, <laughs> you to shut up. It's like, oh. and so I was listening. I stumbled on this uh, rapper, London rapper, um, Storm Stormzy, right? And he has a song, Shut Up. Shut Up. It's, it's Shut Up. But and there's, he repeats, Shut Up. Shut Up. It's like, a rude boy, shut up, right? I'm like, that doesn't sound as hard, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's still a good song. It's still a good song. I like it. It's a dope beat. Also, when I was there, I bought, um, actually, this is stupid on my part, but I actually was getting all these like souvenirs to bring back for Sayana, right? Because she was part of the journey with me. Like every day um, while I was exploring these cities, um, I would call her through Hangouts. Or no, not through Hangouts, through, um, what's that one? Is it Messenger? WhatsApp. What's that? Yeah. I'd call it through that. And because I had data, um, I got a SIM card there. I was able to just have conversations with her because I didn't go with anyone. And it was fucking boring going by yourself to some places. And it's like, all right, um, I'm, ch- I'm checking out all this cool shit, but I had no one to share it with. But she was so down, so down to have conversations with me the whole time while I was there. And so I would call her up. And as I was walking through London, I would tell her about all the things I'm saying. And she's like, oh, send it to me. And I was like, all right. So it's like she was with me without actually being there with me. Mm-hmm. And like when I went to Istanbul and I checked out the spice market, super colorful, crazy. I don't know, did I ever show you the pictures? Uh, I don't think so. Maybe we could say that for next week. But um, yeah, Istanbul, man. Like the spice market, so colorful. It's crazy, so bright, gold everywhere with all these like colorful, all these different, I think it would be really cool if you saw it. Um, it was just, it was a great place to to check out all these like Turkish delights and all these like food vendors that are selling baklava and all that stuff all over the place. It was awesome. The spice market. 
and I was like, I was taking her with me and without actually her being there. So I think that was pretty cool. And WhatsApp allowed me to do that. And so it was really cool. Some spices. What's that? You bought her some spices. No, I ended up uh, bringing back Turkish delights. So Mm -hmm. they're like little desserts. Um, And then also some baklava. I brought some too, which I'm surprised they let me take through the airport. But (laughs) I mean, honestly, like when mom comes back from or goes to air chair or comes back from air chair with like a suitcase filled with spices. Mm. I feel like baklava is like the least they've seen. <laughs> the least, like that, like like baklava is like not that like. Oh, like, um, oh okay. So they could be confused for like. Drugs. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, because like when they open the suitcase <laughs> and I'm just standing there like with two hijabis getting searched <laughs> with a suitcase that's filled with a bunch of colorful like spices. Spices, right, right, and it's like. Could this be opioids or? I'm just standing there, like. <sighs> Here we go. He's <laughs> like, let's do this again. Have you guys ever gotten hassled? For that? Yeah. Uh, I don't think so. I think mom just explains to them what exactly like it is. Yeah. Um, but nah, but it is an ordeal just flying in general. Because of your hijab, or? I mean, you know what I do purposely, <laughs> like. Like when we were coming to you, I don't know if we told you, but like um, usually like when I'm about to fly now, I wrap my hijab in like the bun way, right? Okay. So, cause I guess that's less threatening um, for some reason, but I usually do that. But then because it's like a bun at the back of my head, I won't be able to like rest my head on the seat without feeling uncomfortable. Yeah, so but it's more I, like acceptable or like less yeah, triggering. Yeah. Exactly. So, but on the way going to our first stop, yeah, um, I my hijab was the regular way, right? So then I go through the thing, and then for some reason, I don't know what it was like. Like they had to also swab your hand, right? And then it came back like like it was like I don't know. I guess I had a chemical on my hand or something. So I'm like, okay, we gotta search your stuff or whatever. And Aquaman's just standing there watching them search me and like pat me down and do all this. And I'm like, what could possibly be like? I had nothing. I literally had nothing. And I was like, was it my bag or something? Because it's like, you know how like they have like the what is it? Those little pack dehydration things. Yeah. And like, yeah. So I got a new bag recently. So I was like, mm-hmm. is it that? Like, did I leave it in there? Did I touch it or something like that? But then they so, found yeah, I don't, I don't know what it was because I was like, what could it possibly be? I didn't touch nothing. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, they, they swabbed everything. Everything was clear. I'm like, this is so unnecessary. And then when I went on a trip with my friends too, like half of us are hijabis. And then the ones who had their uh, hijabs tied up didn't get patted down. But the one that had it down did. So I'm like, I got to be aware. Like, So then by the time we came back home from New York, I put my thing up. And then as soon as we passed through the terminal or like to get to like the waiting area for our plane i put it down because i'm like mm-hmm. i want to actually sleep comfortably but i feel like i always have to smile when i'm in the airport too like i have mm-hmm. to look as friendly as possible i'm like i promise I'm a friend I'm a exactly friend. i'm i'm safe exactly I'm <laughs> first that secondly like i like not have like make sure like um i don't know i don't look suspicious somehow or whatever How? yeah i feel like if you do that if you have that mindset you're going to look suspicious you're just like <laughs> no, no, no. well it's, i don't do all that 
<laughs> I'll do all that, but if like someone is staring at me, I'm like, I make sure like they see everything I have on. Like if my hands are in my pocket or whatever, and I'm or I'm fumbling with something in my pocket, like mm. I'll take my hands out and make sure they see like, yo, it's my phone. I got nothing. <laughs> I'm good. I don't know if that attitude helps because if you're like, if you have that mindset, you act differently. No, but it's because people stare. So it's not like I walk into it like completely being, I mean, I walk in like trying to look nice, like like mm-hmm. at least smile, like not mean mug people because I have RBF, like my natural face is like deadpan. RBF, right? um, resting yeah. bitch. <laughs> yeah. right. Oh my God. So then, <laughs> All right. So then, so I'm more aware of that when I'm like going to like the airport or whatever. So I'm like, okay, I have to at least not do that or like if i lock eyes with someone not like just deadpan them or whatever but like if like people are staring at me because i'm fidgeting with something it's like okay well i don't want anything to happen but and then also like i forgot if it was when i i forgot when it was but also when i was going somewhere like they have to do the extra pat down which i'm okay with uh where it's like well no but i'm just used to it I'm just used to it. So I'm like, okay, whatever. And then they're like, do you want to be taken to a separate room for this or something? I'm like, nah, just do it here. I got nothing to hide. Just do it. <laughs> like, if you take me to a separate room, I look more suspicious. <laughs> just do it here. <laughs> yeah, just make sure everybody's watching this, all right? Exactly. I'm clear. I am good. <laughs> exactly. I'm like. Oh, man. That's funny. Yeah, I don't know. I've never had. I guess I don't look Muslim, so I guess I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I got the beard, but I guess it, any black man. Exactly. And I don't look foreign anymore. So that's good, I guess, on my. But yeah, I didn't realize that's what you have to like worry about when you go through. Like if we were going to go to the airport together, I'll just be like chill. And you'd be like looking around. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm not looking around. but it's I know, like, but you're just aware yeah. that there is this perception yeah. that I don't have to deal with. Wow. Okay. I came home disappointed. And then when you do come home, I think you're familiar with this because you've been overseas before, where you actually have to go through border control, where they check your passport to make sure, I guess, uh, that yeah. would be if you like belong in the country. And I was having a conversation with the guy. You know, obviously he's in his like uniform. Um, he's like, "Yeah, what's up? How's it going?" I was like, "I'm good." He's like, "Where are you coming from?" It's like uh, a lot of places actually. Visited six countries, seven cities. It's like, oh wow, really? It's like, yeah. And then we're having like Griffin. He's like, "All right." Looks like everything's good. Welcome home. I was like, welcome home. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so wow. like, it makes you feel proud. I'm like, that's fucking right. Yeah, welcome home. I am an American. It makes you patriotic when I hear that. It's like, all right, Mr. Mister Sade, welcome home. And I was like, oh, wow. that's That was such a good feeling. I don't even know why. Man, I was, I was like, mm-hmm, that's right. I That's mean, right. they don't say that to me. Um, they just look at my passport suspiciously. <laughs> yeah, so I got a polite one, I guess. The guy was super chill. Like, oh, that sounds awesome. Yeah, like three weeks there. It's like, yeah, welcome home. That's fucking welcome. That's a great welcome. That's a great end to the trip. It was a great end. It sounds like the end of a movie. Yeah. Like That's what it felt like. I was like, yeah, I'm, I am glad to be home. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I am a proud American. Hoo-ah! So, no. That was good. USA, 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 USA. Yeah, we're gonna make America great. 
Okay, let's I just can. let's just stop. <laughs> let's just stop. I liked what Kanye said about it though. He 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 realized black people don't have a problem with the make America great part. They have a problem with the again part because it like calls back to possibly history, historical stuff. And that's not the intention. When I think Trump says again, he's saying like the 90s, not that far back. <laughs> We're not trying to go back to the 60s civil rights shit or like slavery. What was great in the 90s? The, you had the tech um, boom. So the internet was born during the 90s. Computers became personal in the home, internet just flourished and it, it created the opportunity for a lot of the things we enjoy today. The economy was great. Everyone was enjoying it. Everyone had great jobs. It was awesome. And there's no reason why we can't have that now. And we were having that until the coronavirus thing, whatever. So yeah, when he says again, it doesn't necessarily mean like way back, back. It's just like late 80s, 90s. It was good. It was a good time. Weren't you born in like 89 or what, 90? Was it 90? Uh, yeah, I was born in 90. You, you realize I'm 10 90. years old, you, right? Because Akram, is Akram 88? Yeah. That's Late. what confuses me. Yeah, that's what confuses me. Because I know Akram is like 88, so then I assume one year younger, 89 for you. But then it's like, it's it's different with his. Akram, you got anything to say? Akram's not on here no more. Is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been listening the whole time. Oh. But he doesn't want to. Are you busy doing something right now? I'm just trying to set up the Wi-Fi for the house. Hmm. All right, nah. so, I'm on nah. that I have to come up with a good name. How about um, Thanos' left hand? So he can jack me off with his right? What the fuck? Why is everything got to be weird with you, bro? Like, <laughs> God. <laughs> Isn't, is it the left hand or the right hand that's the gauntlet? Uh, shit. I think it's the right hand is the gauntlet. Yeah. So I think it would be funny. Thanos' left hand is just a regular hand. Nah. Or no, name it no signal. Or no internet, <laughs> something like that. Or you can name it NSA, so people aren't going to want to connect to it. <laughs> You're stupid. <laughs> or you can. What would um, be a funny one? I, I've seen some funny ones here in my area. Let me let me see if I can pull them up. But um, yeah, I think you could come up with a clever name that would be funny anytime someone's doing that. Like, let's see. I'm seeing Hail Hydra is one of the ones that are here. <laughs> That's funny, guys. I don't That's get funny. it. Hail Hydra. It's the, the evil villains in the Marvel movies. Uh -huh. So we've talked about a lot, Akram. Would you... I, I know. I, I listened. Any feedback or comments on anything we've talked about? And any of the topics. Because yeah. it kind of went in different ways. What happened, mm. what happened to... Uh, 80%? Oh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm the one You will all talk. I'll talk. talk. No, no talk. I have a lot no of things talk. going on right now. Right? <laughs> you house, will all sleep. Like, house shit, right? So what? I don't need you guys' bullshit, all right? I'm in the middle of like house situation where I just finally got my keys today, all right? So like I'm, I'm working on getting everything established here. So unfortunately, like, like excuses. Right now, That's what it sounds like. We're all busy, man. We're, except Afra. Like We're all busy. Um, I got school. <laughs> that counts as having busy time. You don't have school now. Yeah, I do. Oh, yeah. So I guess we are all busy. We all got s stuff going on. Exactly. So what you're saying sounds like excuses. Yeah. I don't care. I got other, like, I have different priorities. So my priorities is for the house, not 
table moments right now. And they'll expect eighty percent. Actually said that on the podcast. He's just on. You hear he that? Contradicted people? Right what now, he said right last now. episode. Yeah, I know. You guys put I, it in I'm the comments. Right now, put it in the comments. Is Akram a hypocrite? Yes or no? <laughs> uh, I took out the water filter. I took out the water filter because uh, I, they haven't changed it in like. It didn't filter. It's like that's the point of the water filter is to filter, but it ain't filtering. I know, right? So but like, you I gotta take it out. It has to have activated carbon, Aman. Don't you know that? I want the pH levels to be balanced. Right. How are we gonna be healthy? <laughs> 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 Yo, does Amma want to join the call? I mean, he's here. Yeah, I mean, if he wants to, yeah, Bilal fell asleep. Bilal tapped out. Him. No, I dropped him from the call, bro. Oh, <laughs> you did? Like, yeah, because I was like, I don't need Bilal snoring in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what's good, Armand? Welcome to Table Moments. Hey, listen, are y'all that boring that he fell asleep on y'all? He fell asleep wow. before anything started. Yeah, we just started and he fell asleep. I don't know what the hell's going on with him. He showed up early too. Can you believe that shit? He showed up early, which is the first time ever. Because you know how it shows and they're always late. He shows up early and this motherfucker falls asleep. And then Akram, typically, he's in and out, um, mostly out. <laughs> I'm busy. When he does turn on his microphone, it's usually hearing this all this background bullshit we don't need. <laughs> Other priorities right now, so I don't yeah. care. Fair enough, bro. Fair enough. But just like, it's just a reoccurring thing. I think that's your theme, Akram. Miscellaneous shit. I, I just like to multitask when I'm, you know, if I'm on a call or something. So like, yeah. I don't know. Fair I'll enough. hop on the computer, I'll do some emails, and then I'll do some, you know, uh, like sign some paperwork for the house and shit like that. And I know. Do some stuff like, like how are we going to have an engaging conversation when you multitask him, bro? <laughs> Because you guys talk about stupid shit sometimes, and I'm not down. Like I'm, I'm like, all right, I'll listen. Then change the topic. That's right. The whole well, point. No, maybe this is a good time. Bro. Maybe this is a good time because, like, at least he's listening, right? So at least the conversation we're having is worth having is worth listening to. At least, especially if it's Akram, who isn't really interested in a lot of the stuff we typically talk about. Then I think we're on to something here. So thank you for the validation. Exactly. We needed that. Some appreciation <laughs> a little bit. God damn. Like, right now, y'all just not roast me for yeah, not getting 80% like last time. Yeah, I think we're roasting you because you you talked big in the last one. You, yeah. you were the claiming 80% like, and you do nothing you guys, half of the time. You guys know I, I, I gave a, a really good performance last time. Yeah, last right? week. One one episode. You know why? Because one. you were engaged. You, you gave us 100% of your attention. It was a good conversation last week.